And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Wednesday, June 21st, 2023 A.D. Gonna have a fun show. I didn't get to some of the stuff that I meant to. Uh, and so that was yesterday. I didn't get to. All I got to was the black shoplifter stuff and the black attitude stuff. Shout out to the blacks. Blacks love my show. Most of my callers, did you notice? Most of my callers, I think they're black. Some of them agree, some of them disagree. Isn't that fun? Makes it entertaining. Uh, but we're, so we're going to talk about, uh, maybe I'll talk about the X-Files, 10 most embarrassing X-Files episodes. Well, I'll talk about two of them. <laughs> the woman who wrote it, she's the one who should be embarrassed. The woman who wrote this article. It's from 2016, but it's pertinent to this day. 2016 is not that long ago for me. Maybe for some of you it is. Uh, George Takei. Taki? Takei? Takai? Takei? You know, that not morally straight, not white. He's like Japanese, I think. Yeah, he's Japanese. Uh, actor from uh, the old Star Trek. I never even watched that one. I only watched The Next Generation, the one from the 80s and maybe 90s. And I didn't even watch that that much because it's kind of boring to, for my taste. But he's all acting like he said, "If you don't, if you support RFK Jr., you're not a serious person." Meanwhile, he's a male Democrat, and a, by the way, a LGBT. Shout out to the LGBTs. You're a mess, but uh, shout out to you regardless. And uh, Peta, that Peta lady is trying to wake people up. Hope to get to that. And of course, Jupiter. Boys, girls go to Jupiter to get more stupider. Boys go to Mars to get more candy bars. That's the saying. And, uh, but anyway, there's some awesome pictures, photographs, supposed photographs, maybe they're, maybe they're AI, of Jupiter from NASA. Cool. So I hope to show that to you guys. And some Hake Chat stuff. And uh, your calls, if you would like to call in, I may even have a Clip 11, the Wednesday equivalent of Clip 11, which is Clip 31, our greatest president, uh, seemingly with contradictory uh, policy ideas. Hmm. He wanted death penalty for the, uh, for the drug dealers, but then he let a drug dealer, he gave her a pardon. You know that black old lady? Not that old, but, you know, older. Older than Gen X, let's say. Certainly older than Millennial. Uh, He famously let her out of jail, prison, or something like that, at Kim Kardashian, evil Kim Kim West's uh, prompting. And so he's all, well, it depends on the severity of it. Based Brett Baer confronted him on that seeming contradiction. (laughs) But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. 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 The Hague Report
take report. La la la. Oh, it's the Hague report. The Hague report. La la la. Hey guys! Oh, it's the Hague report. The Hague report. La la la. So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. What is up, Clovera, the faithful Twitch viewer? And by the way, I'm on a kick as well. Kick.com slash The Hake Report. Twitch.tv slash The Hake Report. I got suspended on Twitch some, some weeks back. I am wearing my Forest Home tee, one of them. I have, I have many. Forest Home Outfitters. It's a Christian family camp. It's a nice gray, pre-faded, pre-faded, cool. <laughs> pre-faded gray, 100% uh, cotton. I like it. Uh, Forest Home t-shirt. Forest Home, it's a Christian family camp, and it has a bear on it. They used to have, in this valley, they used to have grizzly bears, I learned. Same valley, I, I believe, or similar valley? I don't know. To uh, Big Bear? Maybe not the same valley. Big Bear used to have grizzly bears, now they have black bears. They brought in black bears. They shot all, they shot all the uh, grizzly bears. Killed them. Black bears are nicer than grizzly bears. By nicer, I mean they're less likely to kill you. Yeah, the bear on the flag is gone. The California flag is a grizzly bear, has a grizzly bear, but we don't have many grizzlies anymore. A brown bear. <laughs> okay, uh, if, it's, if it's brown, get on the ground, says Nick. <laughs> if it's black, fight back. And black bears are really... Kind of like dark brown. They might be black, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess you're supposed to play dead with a grizzly, whereas with a uh, black bear, you get tall. It's kind of like, uh, like with a mountain lion. You get tall, make noise, throw rocks. My brother, I told this story once at Forest Home after hours. We were supposed to be going home, but we hung out longer. To extend the vacation family camp. And uh, three of us, we were walking around. We saw some cubs. And then we soon see the mama. And the mama starts to barrel at us. And my brother, my big brother's all, Rawr! Go home! Like you talk to a dog with authority. With authority. And it stopped. I got my brother, my little brother on my shoulders. <laughs> Pick up rocks. <sighs> and uh, luckily my brother is like, Yar! Rawr! And he put his hands like claws. Go home! <laughs> and it worked. We backed away slowly. Anyway. So we didn't, we didn't have to fight that black bear. Okay, let's get to this story. Let's get to uh, X-Files. The X-Files. I've told you guys how I've been 
not how. I've told you guys that I have sometimes been watching X-Files. It's a 90s show. And I think it even went into the 2000s. I feel like they can't... No, I know that they came out with a movie from it. It's a liberal show. But the even more extreme... Because it's from the 90s, it wasn't as extreme liberal, but it, it, it was it was liberal. Um, maybe I should disavow. I disavow the X-Files. Very unchristian. Very unchristian. Even though the lady in it, Scully, uh, was supposed to be some type of Christian or something. Anyway, I don't think the... Uh, Mulder guy was a Christian, the main man. Uh, there's this X-Files episode poo-pooing by a dumb liberal journalist. Quote-unquote journalist. Well, all journalists are quote-unquote journalists. Oh, yeah, and I, wanted, I was looking. I, found, I came across this article because I was looking for some clips from the X-Files because I heard one... I found this looking for Telico. Telico, Telico, <laughs> which was an episode from season four. I think it was like episode three or something. And it has these uh, blacks getting hunted by a fellow black, black on black crime. But this fellow black is a light skin. Those light skins, you got to watch out for them. <laughs> uh, no, he was worse than a light skin. No, it's not worse, but he was an albino type of a black. You know, albinos, they're just white. They have no pigmentation. Uh, this African murderer freak. He came to America on an airplane. And this fellow African turned, quote unquote, American immigration lawyer. And he himself is an immigrant. He's saying, I know you're lonely. I, too, was lonely, uh, but if you stick with this, we can bring every one of your cousins and aunts and uncles all the way over here if you play this right and do this naturalization form right. Whoa! What he just described was chain migration. Chain Migration. That's what Trump was speaking out against. Chain migration. You're a man. You're not supposed to be lonely and trying to bring all your cousins and uncles and aunts and whoever else, siblings and all that, over here. But mama spirit evil government allows for chain migration. (laughs) You bring your... You're supposed to be, you're supposed to get over the loneliness, not accommodate it. Mama evil government. Crazy, huh? Nice. Based X-Files from back in the day. (laughs) And I use the term very loosely, right? So, uh, anyway, this article is written by a lady, and I use the term loosely, (laughs) Devin Maloney. Phony baloney, Devin Maloney, in the, in the uh, website Vulture. Oh, yeah, I looked her up. She's embarrassing. She's talking about something, something's embarrassing. Her, uh, her, uh, 
That's her LinkedIn, I guess. She's a writer. She calls herself a soldier and a spy, too. She's at L.A. Don't harass her. Don't harass. Except for Brandon M., you can harass because you harass righteously and justly and out of love. But nobody else. Nobody else. Her IGs are... She's... Uh, that doesn't look like her natural hair color. Anyway, mildly attractive, horn-rimmed glasses. Is that what that horn-rimmed? I don't know. Writer, editor, pop culture critic. My journalism has appeared in Wired, Vulture, Vanity Fair, Cosmopolitan, Marie Claire, The Guardian, which is a far-left foreign outlet, The Village Voice, communist outlet, I think. So this lady doesn't know what she's talking about. So this is a 2016 article, The 10 Most Embarrassing X-Files Episodes. Uh, she, okay, she caters, first of all, let's get, get this out of the way. She's a she, her on her IG, which is embarrassing, by the way. So yeah, how, who are you to talk about embarrassing? <laughs> what am I doing? Joelle comes on here and talks about deep stuff, self-examination, and I come in here trash-talking a gal who may or may not catch hake. <laughs> But anyway, uh, okay, let me go to the, let me show the headline. The headline has the, has the, uh, picture which shows the photograph, the screenshot, screen still from the TV show. This is sort of garish, sort of disturbing image. Kids, cover your eyes, I guess. Ladies. The faint of heart, cover your eyes. Maybe Hake should cover his eyes. Of this man, who was the first victim whom we see as a victim in this TV show episode, Antilico, the season four episode. And she calls this one of the ten most embarrassing X-Files episodes. And as this guy who's like a bluish, purplish color, but really he's supposed to, I guess they put white makeup on him. Because he's not actually dead, kids. He's not actually dead, ladies. Faint of heart. This guy's, uh, he had his pigment, sig- pin- skin pigmentation sucked out of him. <laughs> or something. Uh, by an albino crazy African monster murderer. Or murderer monster. He's a, because the guy's a monster. Or he's, I don't know if he's a monster. He's a, uh, we'll call him a, let's not dehumanize him. We'll call him a mutant. <laughs> Terrible. So that's proof that it was a. I wasn't just being uh, xenophobic or xenophobic if you're Sleepy Joe Biden. Xenophobic means you're scared of outsiders. Maybe we have reason to be concerned about these outsiders coming in here. And we want chain migration for the guy who did this to this black guy? African-on-African violence. He was hiding in the bathroom in the, uh, on the airplane, and he killed this guy. And this seemed like a well-to-do, suit-and-tie-wearing, black, African guy. Terrible. Whew. <laughs> oh, thank God, I thought he was actually dead, says <laughs> Brian Denham. So anyway, let me read this story to you. Uh, the problem with... Uh, with uh, experimentation, this is from X-Files 4, 
article uh, screenshot. Foreign stereotypes. So offensive. This is a show about searching for literal aliens. Like ones who are not from this earth. Not from this land. Extraterrestrial. And when your scripts regularly imply that foreign cultures are related to or even rooted in the extraterrestrial, meaning uh, aliens from outer space, and or the paranormal, meaning demons and uh, ghosts and stuff like that, paranormal, supernatural, you're likely to end up with flat stereotypes and offensive us versus them narratives, says this lady. De- writes this lady, Devin Maloney. And she wrote it in 2016. Maybe she's repented by then. I wonder if she still works for Vulture. Maybe she doesn't. I don't see any new articles from her since uh, December of 2022. So for several years, she was still a dumb liberal. <laughs> journalist. Journalist. Is anything worse than a journalist? <laughs> no, they are evil, though. There are, I don't know, you can, there are good and bad ones. Mostly bad. Though our beloved X-Files was ahead of its time, uh, there, uh, there are, there is less patience now for racial caricatures in Hollywood. Give me a break. So, um, let's see. Let me show this racism one. Go back down to two. Go back to two. Teleco, season four, episode three. Uh, maybe a show run by and starring white people. I will have you know, Fox Mulder is not a normal white. I saw him as a kid. <laughs> or portrayed as a kid. And he didn't look like a normal white. Um, should steer away from writing stories hinging on black victims' pigmentation? No! No, lady! You're embarrassing. Mulder makes a valiant attempt at skepticism when a string of young African and African-American, meaning black men, suddenly and inexplicably die and lose all pigment in their skin and hair in the process. Their hair gets, turns white, too, or something like that. He suggests that perhaps attributing it to a genetic disorder is an easy cover-up for a more insidious series of hate crimes. The perception being that nobody cares about young black men. It's a very real problem, she says, to be sure. But she's not honest. These people about, these people talking about, focus, James. These people talking about blacks being victims. She's going to talk about somebody else, some other types of people being victims. That's because they're disproportionately perpetrators and also they don't talk they're pretending like oh nobody cares about the blacks the mainstream media only pretends to care about the blacks when it's a white on black they don't care about the or when they can go after the guns of the whites take away the guns from the decent people oh we have a gun problem that's why Chicago crime is so out of control also it's poverty stupid Stupid. Oh, don't say that too much, kids. Okay, so this Telico. I never looked up Telico, but it may be a real folklore story out of Burkina Faso. Burkina Faso is not a uh, Disney character, I don't think. It is a um, Disney. It's not Disney. It's an African country. Burkina Faso, I gather. African country, I think. 
<laughs> anyway. Um, there's a mysterious evil spirit that uh, kills these guys. The episode ends up being a full foreign culture mystery that touches on racism, yet still takes place exclusively among a single race community because it's black on black. So typical. Black on black crime, I noticed in this episode too, by the way. Uh, only it's the foreign African, and the foreign Africans... Oh yeah, some of those Somalians do some nasty, evil things. They tend to be Muslim too, huh? Anyway. She's talking about sensitivity. You're embarrassing, lady. Anyway, let me get, let me jump down to this one. Here's another victim set from her. What in the world? Another victim set from her is, uh, the gender bender episode. Ugh. I remember this one. This early episode features an Amish sort of community whose members have supernatural powers that uh, they change genders. They turn into girls if they're guys and guys into girls. And they uh, sort of seduce people and then kill them. Terrible. The main gender bender in question uh, is on a permanent rumspringa. Rumspringa is when you go wild. If you're part of something, I forget. Maybe you're Amish. Is that the Amish? Anyway. And uh, is seducing men and women with this gross pheromone. Uh, this magical pheromone that seduces them. And she pretends that, she pretends that this is uh, consensual. It's not consensual, it's it's sort of uh, like date rape. <laughs> but anyway, she's saying that it's breeding fear. This episode breeded fear of the transgenders and the, what she calls gender queers. Neither of which is a real thing. It's just in the imagination and emotions and mind. And she said, considering the overwhelming amount of violence experienced, experienced, by trans, so-called trans and gender queer people, this one's definitely not a high point of the X-Files show. So this is, she's pretending like this is transphobia or transmisogyny. Yeah, I need to get my spittoon. That's not, that's, the fear and alienation of trans and bi, so-called bisexual people. Ugh. This lady is embarrassing the way she's writing. Am I expressing it right? <laughs> Are you guys following? <sighs> Terrible. But not mentioned. She doesn't mention. Yes, the, uh, the transgenders experience, experience the most uh, attacks. But there's reasons for that. <laughs> Thank you, spoiler alert. He found the $2 Tolico episode. I know, somebody get that clip for me where he's talking about chain migration. That was my whole point in searching for this stuff. The episode is more real than trans is real. And it still wasn't real at all. 
is 10 times as real, but 10 times zero is still zero, right? Yeah. They don't mention that the, the trans and the LGBTs are disproportionate perpetrators of violence and uh, wrongdoing, deception and all that stuff. A lot of times, these people are so degenerate, they'll, like, have the S-word out of wedlock, or try to have the... These, by these people, I'm talking about people in general. The younger whippersnappers. People are having the S-word out of wedlock. That's not good. And, uh... You don't really know who you're getting involved with for the, for the night or the whatever, the time. It's the real Mr. Mad says, I have the entire series on my computer, Hake. Well, check out uh, season four, episode three-ish, Tal- Talika. What is it called? Talico. And uh, sort of early on in the episode, not too early, but sort of early, the uh, immigration lawyer, sleazy guy, goes to the apartment of this creepy, innocent-looking, innocent-playing murderer-monster guy. And he's like, are you sick? I know you've been troubled. I know that it's uh, lonely, but I can bring every one of your relatives over here once we get your naturalization form. Get that for me. (laughs) Don't do the S-word out of wedlock, kids. Yes. Or adults. But uh, these people do it with these these, uh, people who think that they're transgender or something like that. And they get tricked. And it's like, whoa! And by the way, blacks are doing the most to the transgenders. I will will have you know. I think it's the high T. (laughs) High aggression. The S word? Yes, that's that word. That's the S word. (laughs) saying S word is super alpha so what I'm saying is these the people who are disproportionate victims are not innocent victims they are disproportionate perpetrators or they go among the perpetrators disproportionately it's kind of like saying prostitutes suffer uh uh, at strangers doing bad things to them. That's because they're getting involved with strangers. Or it's like saying blacks suffer unsolved murders. That's because they're murdering one another disproportionately. Or they're getting involved with fellow murderers or criminals disproportionately. They're portraying uh, perps as victims. And of course, perps are going to be victimized more. The blacks, if the blacks have a community from which a greater percentage is criminal, they're also going to get framed more for crimes that they didn't commit by uh, their fellow blacks and by other people taking advantage. Oh, it was a black guy. Somebody pretends to be a victim of a crime, they, they make it up. Sometimes this happens, right? Or they did it, and then they say, oh, it's a black guy. I think I saw a black guy running that way. And it turns out they were the ones who did it. It's because it's believable because blacks are disproportionately doing that. 
Duh. Terrible. So sick. Speaking of sick, this is more showbiz stuff. <laughs> uh, George Takei. Not morally straight. Do I have this screenshot of his, his uh, thing? Yeah, I do. George Takei. You guys ever heard of him? You probably, some of you guys probably know about him more than I do. He played in Star Trek. As a younger man, much younger man. And now he has 3.4 million followers on Twitter. Because he's very political, very active on Twitter. And for some reason people like him. Or they hate follow him. I don't follow him. But I happen to see his thing because he gets promoted. Twitter is still far left liberal. And not free speech, I will have you know. He's out of Broadway in New York. George Takei. He's on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Substack. Oh, he was, by the way, he was complaining that Substack is suppressed on Twitter. The functionality of Substack. It used to be you post your Substack link and you can play the, you can play the uh, podcast, the Hague po- Report podcast from the Substack link on Twitter. But you can't do that anymore on Twitter. It's just a link. It doesn't even have a preview of it. Terrible. Terrible. Anyway, this guy, George Takei, actor, old guy, but not wise, wise guy, not wise man. He tweeted out yesterday, no, two days ago. Two days ago. If you support RFK Jr., I'm sorry. You aren't a serious person. And 12,000 people liked it. He might have gotten a little bit ratio, not the, quite the ratio that he would hope, but who knows. I don't know if he cares about that stuff. He's kind of old. RFK Jr. is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. for the people who don't know. He is the son of Robert F. Kennedy Sr. who died. I think he was murdered. Assassinated. Nephew to uh, JFK, John F. Kennedy. Not a, not a normal Christian. He was a Catholic. Not a no- normal American Christian. He was an Irish Catholic. And some say he was not the most moral man. Some think that he was their favorite president. But he had some, maybe some real, sort of positive things. He was a Democrat. But in the 60s, being a Democrat, I don't know if it was a bad or a good thing. Necessarily. Maybe it was turning bad. Uh, and he got assassinated. Oh, terrible. Whew. I saw where they shot him. Oof, man, that's rough. <sighs> Somebody shot him. But anyway, RFK Jr., he has that, vo- that terrible heart to hear, listen to voice. And he's, they say that he's an anti-vaxxer, and some people call him crazy. I don't know. He asserts things that I don't know to be true. I disavow him for the sake of my channel. He recently was interviewed by Jordan B. Peterson, whom I also disavow for the sake of my channel. 
I'll disavow anybody for the sake of my channel. Uh, until I lose my, well, I'm not going to lose it. Who knows? Uh, but he believes in the climate mumbo-jumbo, which I, of course, believe in the climate mumbo-jumbo. It's, it's, it's terrible what's happening to the climate, guys. Don't do that. But uh, he, <laughs> he's running as a Democrat. That's interesting. RFK Jr. Running as a Democrat. Scott Adams thought that he had a... Acted like he thought that he had a chance to win. Again, in the primary against Biden, I guess. I don't know if Scott Adams was just trolling us or not. But he's a, if you support RFK Jr., I'm sorry. You're not a, you aren't a serious person. Said the male grown adult Democrat who's LGBT and who still to this day, or at least uh, 10, 20 years ago or so, plus 30, 40 years ago. I don't know. I saw a, a clip of this guy from relatively recently, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, five years ago, calling the uh, internment camps for the Japanese concentration camps. Which maybe that's what they were, I don't know. Maybe that's it's very similar. When will you not disavow Hake? I will not, I will never disavow Hake. Nah. I <laughs> will not disavow once I'm, if I'm free, if I am freed from the chains of the big platforms. But don't, don't help that along. Yeah, this, this, he's not even morally straight. How is he going to talk about somebody who's not a serious person? And so, like, the replies were interesting. Donut, donut operator. Donut operator. Very famous gun, pro-gun channel type of a guy. He uh, breaks down um, shootings, police shootings, generally, and police uh, capturings of uh, bad guys. Or suspected bad guys. Sometimes they're not bad. Who knows, maybe. He uh, said if you take political advice from celebrities, <laughs> is, is this guy George Takei a celebrity? I guess he is, yeah. You aren't a serious person. And this woman, Debbie Sickmack, USA, says he's no sorry at all. He's angry that RFK is running against Biden. Going forward, they will want to install a Democrat POTUS, president of the so-called United States, Via committee, like China does, very, very badly. Outlaw any other political party. Chilling, says Debbie. Whoa, Debbie, don't worry your pretty little head. Uh, and then this ALX guy on Twitter, in reply to this George Decay, ALX on Twitter, sort of a center-right guy is my impression of him. I don't know much about him. Says George Decay calls 15% plus of Democrats not serious people. Based! Wow, based George Takei. Doesn't go far enough. Should have been if you support a Democrat of any sort, you are not a serious person. Am I right? And if you support most Republicans, you're also not serious. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, and so he shows this uh, poll that shows Kennedy, that's RFK, 15, 14... 17 percent 
above uh, above zero percent, twenty percent in some cases. Still losing badly to Sleepy Joe Biden in the polls. But that's, you know, the 2024 elections. <sighs> I would say uh, he's a washed-up celebrity. Yeah, says Jacob35. I know, but uh, people like him on Twitter. Or people respond to him a lot. Gets a lot of uh, engagement, I think. 3.4 million followers. Yikes. That's how he stays, uh, that's how he stays so-called relevant. But yeah, washed up is a good word for it. I think, but I don't know, that he's still into that not moral straightness, you know, the bad S stuff. Not good. Aren't you supposed to grow out of that? You're supposed to gain dignity in life when you're in your older age. Whew, what a mess. We don't have, do we have anybody who's pro DeSantis versus Trump out of curiosity? Anybody who's pro DeSantis? Pro, press two if you're for DeSantis over Trump. Press one if you're for Trump over DeSantis. Press three if you don't really care. Press four if you're not for any Republican. Press L for a loser and lame if you're for Cornell West. <laughs> uh, anyway, we should get about 17 L's. Okay, so that's the story. Oh, since we are, since I talked about Cornell West, I've been needing to play this. Cornell West is a mama. He's ridiculous. I told you guys, I showed this to you, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? The sixth. When is the sixth? That's two weeks ago. To the, maybe to the day. Maybe a little bit more than two weeks ago. Uh, clip. To this day! Clip 10B. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Cornell West, he's, he's old, he's goofy haired, and he's a mama. Satan, false. Fake love. Clip 10B. Here's an example of Cornell West being an evil mama spirit liberal. Typical liberal, which is to say unchristian communist. Here it is. I come from a tradition where I care about you. I See? care about mama. the quality of your life. I care uh, about whether you have access to a job with a living wage, decent access. housing, women having See? control over their bodies, uh, health care for all, the escalating, the destruction of the planet, uh, the destruction of American democracy. Democracy creates democ- disruption. It creates an eruption. It creates an interruption wide from below the energies of everyday people is manifest. And I know Satan. there are precious people in your life who you care for. That's why it's important for you to be involved, important for you to participate. We're not talking about hating anybody. We're talking about loving. No, We're that's hate. We're talking about affirming. We're talking nope. about empowering those who have been pushed 
to the margins because neither political party wants to tell the truth. Neither, neither do you, pinky man. Hey, is he married? He has a wedding ring. So that's that Cornell West being a mama. <clears throat> Apologies for that gross voice. Yeah, he loves baby killing. Thank you for censoring those teeth, <laughs> says Nugget Man. Yeah. Yeah, I played that a couple weeks ago. He's definitely a character. And no, when he's talking about the marginalized people, he's not talking about white men, whites or men or Christians or fathers or unborn babies, definitely not unborn babies. The most uh, dehumanized people, de- un- unborn babies killed by the women who play God. I decide who lives or dies. I care about, it's not about hating anybody. Liar! He's a liar. Mixing in some truth with the lies. What a sick person. The only truth that he, fact that he stated was that neither party tells the truth. And he's neither party. He doesn't tell the truth either. So that's sick guy Cornell. Here's unsick guy, but seemingly contradictory guy. Our greatest president, Trump, Brett Baer, clip 31, Brett Baer confronts our greatest, base Brett Baer, by the way, confronts our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, on, uh, on pardoning that lady who should have gotten the death penalty for being a drug dealer. Drugs kill. Remember Trump called for the death penalty for drug dealers? Well, I don't know if he meant it, because he pardoned that gal at the, uh, at the request, at the petitioning of Esther. No, not Esther. A very un-Esterly lady. Kanye West's ex-wife, who deserted him. <laughs> and she's all into her ego and all trying to save the uh, more mama spirit stuff. These mama spirits influencing Trump to do, uh, to be all soft on criminals. Here's, uh, based Brett Bear confronting Trump, ironing out, sharpening Trump, sharpening his policy. Uh, did I put it in the folder? Oh, man. I have to put it in the folder. Oh, in the meantime, let's show Cornell West's, uh, face. I have some pictures that, uh, thank you, Hassan. I appreciate that. I- I am remiss in not giving him clip 31. Terrible. But I did have a couple pictures of Cornell West looking goofy. Same evil mama spirit. Look at that. Okay, show the censor. That's Cornell West. Famous picture of him with the gap teeth. That's disturbing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm supposed to be a man, not grossed out by faces. <laughs> Thank you, spoiler alert. He hates us for real, for real. Whew. I'm getting sweaty. And I turned on the AC. Too much hot air in here. Uh, okay, so do you see the, picture, the thing in the folder? Here it is. Clip 31, Trump. 
As an example, a woman who you know very well was in jail. She had 24 more years to serve. She served for 22 years. She had 24. Alice Johnson. Alice. She was in the Super Bowl. High quality. Oh, yeah. I said, how many years? And she was on a telephone call, and they were involved in selling marijuana, mostly marijuana. And she got like 50 years in jail. But she'd be killed nice. under your plan. Huh? As a drug dealer. No, no, no. Under my, oh, under that? Uh, <laughs> it would depend on the severity. It well, would depend on the severity. She's technically a former drug dealer. She, the, she had multi-million dollar cocaine ring. Any drug had, dealer. Look. So even it, Alice Johnson in that ad. She can't do it, okay? By the way, if that was there, no, she wouldn't be killed. It would start as of now, so you wouldn't go to the no, past. No, but... <laughs> She's, she's grandfathered in to be per, to be uh, <laughs> uh Trump argues with Brett Bear about the oh he argued with Brett Bear about the 2020 election for at least three minutes or plus or minus <laughs> she'd be grandfathered in she gets she she can live Alice Johnson. <laughs> She did. There's a Salisbury steak uh, sweater. Thank you, Brett Bear. <laughs> Thank you, Brett Bear, for uh, helping us clarify Trump's position. <laughs> I didn't get clarification on that necessarily, but he did say it would depend on the severity. If it was severe enough for her to get 50 years... She served, quote-unquote, 22 years. She had 24 more years to go. He let her out because evil mama spirit Kim Kardashian West. Should be just Kim West. Isn't that a brand, Kim West? Not related to her. Uh, Wanted to go to the White House and get her out of jail. Out of prison. It's, it's prison at that point. If you're spending that many years, I think it's prison at that point. Sentenced to prison. Jail is pre-sentence, I think. I don't know. Maybe it's sentenced to jail, too, sometimes. Quick math? Yeah, I don't know if that's... I don't know if the math turns out right. But, uh... Well, it, it, we wouldn't send her back to jail. <laughs> we wouldn't send her back to the death penalty. <laughs> nice. Pretty funny. How dare you go after the golden lion, Brett? Uh, Brett with one T, like Hurricane Brett, or Tropical Storm Brett. Keep your eyes on that tropical storm. But Brett can also be a woman's name, I guess. Brett Bayer. A CNN guy. I mean, a Fox guy. What's the difference anymore, right? But I still like Brett Bayer. I think I remember Brett Bayer and some other person... Maybe a female going all soft on Hillary Clinton. And at that point, that was like in 2014 or something like that. And at that point, we were like, oh, Hillary Clinton's going to be the next president. And then Trump came on the scene in uh, June of 2015. And we're like, okay, all right, exciting. I like how he's telling the truth and not backing down. That's a good thing. <laughs> the Brett Bear, the Fox. Uh, Normal white. But I think he's Catholic, so that's not that normal, okay? B-E-I-B-A-I-E-R, something like that. Bayer. 
nice. Nice. You know, there's a... I don't know if I have this screenshot, but speaking of the soft on crime evil stuff, soft on crime evil stuff, I don't care about this Hunter Biden thing at all. Like, I'm not interested in it. I think that his dad, his dad, and I don't even think it's really his dad. His dad is a puppet, a figurehead, a willful puppet, even though he's like, doesn't seem to be not all there, but I disavow that for the sake of whatever my channel, I guess. Um, Kodak Black's, Kodak Black's lawyer, are they Christian? Kodak Black was a famous rapper who's famous for being pardoned, in part, par- famous for being pardoned by our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, when the, uh, the freedom type people, you know, the libertarian types and the, uh, freedom to leak information, whistleblow on the government type people, wanted Trump to pardon Julian Assange uh, and some other people. The guy who leaked about the NSA spying on Americans, allegedly. Uh, Trump pardoned this rapper. (laughs) And he didn't pardon the J6ers. Give me a break. Uh, like, like he could have. I don't know if he could have. Maybe he could have. But uh, Hunter Biden, I read in Hake News today that Hunter Biden got a slap on the wrist. That's, not, that's the palm. That kind of hurts. Slap on the wrist doesn't hurt as much. Slap on the wrist. He got probation. Even though he had a gun. A, a felony gun charge. Which I don't know if there should exist such thing as federal felony gun charge, but I guess that's the only way that we get some of these. I don't know. I don't really believe it. Uh, some of these uh, black criminals off the street and other criminals off the street, they use gun charges against them because they don't go after them for the actual crimes that they commit. Kodak Black's lawyer slams the Hunter Biden plea deal because he also didn't pay his taxes, and so he took a plea deal with the so-called Justice Department, which threw the book at Trump, by the way, recently, but with 37 federal or felony counts or something like that, I don't know. And uh, Hunter Biden, who uh, is kind of irrelevant, but he's Sleepy Joe's son, he... uh, didn't pay his taxes on time in a timely manner for a couple of years there or something like that. And so he pleaded guilty to that misdemeanor tax uh, mess, please, guilty please, in exchange for not getting the book thrown at him for uh, some type of gun supposed crime of owning or carrying a, or having a gun in, the, in a way that the government doesn't want you to have. And I've heard of people from Tennessee, no, not Tennessee, a man from Colorado was moving to New Jersey, disgusting New Jersey, evil New Jersey. And New Jersey has their own anti-Second Amendment laws, and so they threw him in jail for some felony charge. I know, you know, that guy and some other people with uh, gun so-called felonies. When's the Hague tune? I need a lunch break. Five minutes. Give me five minutes. (laughs) Uh, 
and they're look prison time, just for having a gun in their U-Haul or something like that. Properly stored as best as he knew that he was supposed to be doing. Ridiculous. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. But anyway, he gets his plea deal, special treatment, right? Because he's a, I assume, is Hunter Biden a liberal? Must be a liberal. But rap, this rapper guy, Kodak Black, he got sentenced to three plus years for this supposedly the same crime. Bradford Cohen. Cohen. Is that a Christian name? I don't know. I don't think so. Lawyer for rapper Kodak Black with tattoos on his face, but you can't really see them that well because he's black. Blasts the plea deal reached between the evil DOJ, which was started to go after whites in the South. I heard. With Hunter Biden for identical charges to his client. Two tiers in this so-called justice system. Yup. So typical. Trump pardoned him because he knows what's fair. And he did the First Step Act, Trump did. I disavow that, I guess. Because some people have gone out and committed other crimes when they're uh, let out, let off. The first step into back into being able to commit more crimes in society. Terrible. So, uh, irregardless, it's a, it's not a, it's a very unchristian name. Hey, come on. <laughs> Cohen. Yeah, Cohen, it's not a normal white name. It's a, uh, probably Jewish. Usually. So, uh, soft on crime, DOJ. You know, I mentioned that I heard from my, our resident historian, uh, Asmador, that indeed the DOJ, the Department of Injustice, was founded according to the guy who's the head of the DOJ, a very unchristian person, very not normal white, with that grovel, gravelly, gravelly, grovelly, ugly voice that I hate to lis- listen to. <laughs> Speaking of voices that I hate to listen to. Um, Merrick Garland was founded to go after the KKK in the South during the so-called Reconstruction, which sounds like communist, such a communist euphemism for oppressing the South and violating the freedom of association in the South and the rights of the South. And I don't know what the KKK was like back in the day. I, st- I don't know what the KKK is like today. Does it even exist today? <laughs> to this day. It's always been like a joke to- in my mind. Yeah, I heard that sometimes different people would dress up in these things and burn crosses in, yar- in uh, people's front yards or something like that. That doesn't sound good. Some people claim that the KKK lynched people. I don't know if that's true. I know that uh, community men, men of the community would... Uh, do this so-called street justice, which is another word for lynchings, uh, in their community. I don't know if that was KKK. I do know that there were some people who were supposed to have bombed churches or something like that. But according to that black guy, 
in Uncle Tom 2, whom JLP interviewed, there were communists behind those bombings. In other words, that wasn't normal KKK people doing that. Because KKK are not communists, are they? I don't know. But uh, there were communists behind those bombings. Or were they feds? I don't know. So he said that in a... I saw it in some... uh, What's the name of that guy who who was in Uncle Tom 2, whom JLP interviewed? Chad O. Jackson. (laughs) I'm snapping like a black. (laughs) Chad O. Jackson. Uh, At least I'm not clapping. Chad O. Jackson. (laughs) Uh, He said that there were... And he's... A researcher guy. He researches stuff in addition to being a plumber and a businessman. He researches stuff and he knows stuff. When in doubt, fed. <laughs> no, I went in doubt to say, I don't know. You're not supposed to make an assumption. But, uh, yeah, so it was a bunch of, um, we're not, we're not given the real history of what really went down. Asmodor in the Odyssey chat hit one for pro-Trump. Nice. Pro-Trump. Yeah, so uh, he said, indeed, uh, that uh, Merrick Garland guy is right. The DOJ was founded to be um, go after the whites in the South who were trying to defend their community and their, uh, their power. You know, the, the self-determination of the people of the South, the white uh, people who, were, who dominated the South. Instead, they had a whole bunch of carpetbaggers and occupiers, union soldiers, some of whom were not very uh, righteous. Some of them might have been. And uh, putting blacks, sometimes illiterate blacks, in office. And then if they're illiterate, like, how are they going to read and confirm what they're passing? Hmm. I don't know. Shout out to the illiterate blacks. Anyway, guys, we're at the top of the hour. I will get to your calls. More uh, stories to get to. This lady from PETA. P-E-T-A. Not PETA bread. P-E-T-A. Not P-I-T-A. Is trying to wake people up. (laughs) Uh, You can call in 1-888-775-3773. Let's listen to some Angus. Angus Tongue, guys. You ever heard of him? This is track 10 from uh, an Angus Tongue song. I played that one that's not uh, morally straight because the S word out of wedlock is not morally straight. It's not just LGBTIQ plus mess that's not morally straight. The S word out of wedlock is also not morally straight. People. Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? Remember the Chinese version of Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow? It's that guy again. Uh, I don't know the name of this song. I hope you like it, though. I know I like it. Hopefully it's not too long for your taste. It's four minutes long. Four minutes and 14 seconds, so... If it drags, it's a bad song. But I like it. Uh, You can cover your ears and sing sing La La La, the Hake Report. You can... Press mute, go outside, shovel snow, rake your leaves, get your lunch break, Ogden. Are you an enemy? <laughs> What's up, DJ on Paw and Kick? Nice. Kick.com slash the Hague Report. Uh, 
Or you can grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. Enjoy the beautiful voice of this Chinese singer, Angus Tung. And I'll be right back for hour two. The rest of it, anyway. Hang tight. I think I like it. No, I do like it. Angus, buddy. Angus, people. Chinese Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> I wish I were born Chinese. See, life seems so peaceful over there. <laughs> Don't fall for it, man. That's not true. Nobody has peace. Except for the true Christians. Hey, come back to melt. <laughs> Elevators drop from this noise. <laughs> What's up, Lin Yen Chin? Maybe I'll play more George Lamb. We like George Lamb.
Are we sure this is a man singing? Come on, Simba. Let's go home. Uh, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. That was a super chat from DJ Paul, also known as Jean-Paul, on uh, DLive, who also found me on kick.com slash the Hague Report, asking, are we sure this is a man singing? I know. I, when I was a kid, I mentioned this in the live chat on, I think, American Anchor Baby, all American Anchor Baby, that when I first heard Michael Jackson as a kid, I thought it was a woman. I forget what song it was. It was one of his main pop songs, right? I was like, that's Michael Jackson? I thought that that was a woman singing. Oh, high-pitched. Yeah, and then there's this male guy, (laughs) male guy, in uh, Santa Monica. I sometimes go to Santa Monica. Santa Monica. There's no T. There's no extra T there. On the Third Street Promenade, Promenade, and he sings even more girly. Tall, white guy, white man, young man, looks kind of like he could be a Chad, and then he has his girly, doll-ish voice. Oh my gosh. But pretty talented uh, singer. All musicians are girly. Liberals. (laughs) Uh, rap is not music, so you're fine. <laughs> I got that from Big Bum. He said, rap is not music, so I can be a conservative. Uh, MX Murderer and Be Manly, too, by the way. Some of you guys say uh, Big Bump talks like, uh, like he's Dr. Ben Carson's son. But Dr. Ben Carson has a higher-pitched voice, sort of a higher-pitched, squealy, slight, weak squeal. To his voice and Big Bump talks softly. He uses his inside voice, but when he raps, I think he raps with an outside voice. Nice, but uh, at least it sounds strong and loud and belting from the chest and diaphragm. But uh, it still sounds masculine, even with a so- quieter voice. <laughs> In his defense, M. Axe Murderer gave a diamond said. You should hear what Dr. Shiva has to say on RFK. And I read that name because I know that name. I've heard it. And so I am not censoring the name drop. Normally I do censor name drops. But Dr. Shiva, I heard from Dr. Shiva. I read, I watched some of a Periscope, Rest in Peace Periscope. It's now Twitter video, Twitter live video or something like that. And it's inferior. To this day, seems inferior to uh, Periscope. To this day! (laughs) Nice. Thank you, Deontay. Uh, Dr. Shiva said some interesting things about so-called climate science. He said that there is no climate science. It's, what did he call it? Physics. (laughs) I think he called it physics. Interesting. Uh, Thank you, MX Murderer. I shall check it out. Send me, if you, send me a link if you have it. Report at gmail.com, I suppose, might be a good thing. Or DM me, preferably on Twitter. Twitter. I check my DMs on Twitter. I do not check my DMs on IG or Facebook. 
I'm remiss in not checking them. I know I should repent. I know I should check my emails. I'm even bad at, at, at Twitter, too, and even text messages. <laughs> I should show you this. 127 unread text messages on Hake. So, just so you know, don't take it personally if I don't respond to you, even when I'm supposed to. Uh, you can criticize me. It's, it's very criticizable. It's not... I show it like I'm proud. It's, you shouldn't be proud of that. Whew. But thank you, man. Uh, yeah, send me that if you have it. What did Dr. Shiva say about RFK Jr.? Lin Yen Chin on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report. Age brings grace, but not dignity. Oh, didn't say but not. Age brings grace, not dignity, but sanity, the expression of sapience, wisdom. Dignity is a woman term. It's just the sensation of insecurity being satisfied. The Chinese and blacks call it face, save it face, or don't make someone lose face. It's very disrespectful to disrespect somebody in the public. It's empty mess that real men don't participate in, in which men don't participate. Real men. Thank you, Lin Yen Chin. Yeah, I heard a wise man use dignity a different way one time. Uh, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Uh, Saving your, uh, satisfying your insecurity and calling that dignity. Yeah, I get that. Or, you know, they're pretending like, like the way that slaves are treated made them undignified. No, you still have your, you can still have your dignity even when you're being mistreated. Slaves and illegals, oh, treat the immigrants with dignity. No, they're supposed to treat themselves with dignity. That's how I mean dignity. I don't mean how other people treat you or the, situ- the situation in life, whether it be it lowly or up on high. You don't have to live like a refugee. Rest in peace. And that was a bad singing uh, thing, I-, I grant you. Hat tip and rest in peace to uh, that one guy who died with the squealy voice. Talented musician, I guess. I'm blanking on his name. You know what song I was just singing? Do you know the guy? Heidegger? You, oh, man. He asked me to do it again. <laughs> you, you trickster. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to live like a refugee. Don't have to live like a refugee. No! And I won't back down. You can stand me up. This is a totally different song, but it's from the same guy. At the gates of hell, but I won't back down. He has a squeak of nasally voice. I have a nasally voice too, but it's high, his is higher pitch. Oh yeah, that's um... it's not Chester Bennington. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up, man? A person who graduated from my chat. You know how to be boring and entertaining at the same time. Is Facebook not working? Anyway, uh, yeah, who is it? Pete? No, it's not Pete. No, I don't know. Oh, man. And the Heartbreakers. (laughs) Tom Petty, yuck. Tom Petty was very not morally straight. (laughs) Hank Petty. (laughs) Yeah. What's his main song? His main song is neither of those. But Refugee was a classic. Uh, 
Won't Back Down is a good song that used to be the intro to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, Did You Know? That's how I know about it. I'm like, this song is so lame. But the lyrics are kind of cool. Uh, Free Fallen was a good one, yeah. That's a very good one. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Tom Petty, did you like him? He was probably a liberal. Effeminate, maybe. No, nah, he- I don't know too much about him. Okay. But you respect and know some and love some of his songs, probably? Maybe not. I mean, Awkward I don't really silence. know too much about him. <laughs> right on, man. I just wrote a rap one time because his last name is Petty. Okay, so you wrote him into a rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, but anyway, like refugees, he was saying you don't have to live like a refugee, meaning you don't have to be like on the run in hiding or something like that. I don't know what it exactly meant. Died from fentanyl, according... He, uh, Sean believes he died from fentanyl. Whoa. Yeah, he died at relatively young, like 70-something. Thank you, Hassan. <laughs> uh, and uh, team. He wasn't a liberal, bro. How old are you? Oh, well, never mind. Bob Dylan was a liberal. Not a Christian, either. All those folk singers were so lame. Bob Dylan and all the... They were awful. But anyway, you know, refugees and illegals and uh, prisoners and slaves. You can be a dignified slave. So thank you, Lin Yen Chin. The old man whom, whose wisdom I was talking about said, say your stuff gets stolen or you lose it, misplace it or something. You don't rush out and try to buy and replace it. You suffer without it, and you're not even, you notice that you're not even really suffering without it. This one wise man once said, and it's probably many, it's probably a, free, a cliche, but it's a, it's a true thing, I think. A man is rich in the number of things he can afford to do without. Get it? And a woman, too. So you can, if you can afford to do without that, coffee or that pot or that cigarette or uh, the uh, affections of other people then you are rich indeed rich in getting on without much I don't think we need much so that's what I mean by dignity you'll get back your dignity by living going on living and not trying to quick replace it to feel better. That's what I meant by dignity, uh, Lin Yen Chin. But yeah, um, grace, yeah, and some more sanity, wisdom. That's cool, too. Same thing, basically. Anyway, Carver bought a coffee on buymeacoffee.com. We're going along with these super chats. I appreciate them. Thank you. Carver bought a coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash the Hake Report. Hat tip to Nightwave Radio. That's how I learned about this platform. Buy me a coffee. Hey, Hake, I am remiss, remiss in feeding into internet drama. So he uh, should not be doing this. But I heard your former MDD, modern day debate opponent, slash victim, <laughs> Hunter Avalone, Hunter Avalone, uh, divorced his wife, is what some say. Or maybe she divorced him, I don't know. It seems like you guys had a good connection on the debate. 
I feel like I debated him a couple of times. Maybe you could invite her. <laughs> oh, I was thought I thought you were talking calling Hunter as she out to a beach stream and pizza to help her through this difficult time. Oh, you mean uh oh, you mean my connection because I debated his wife at least once too. Hunter Avalon's wife, Car- Clarissa Avalon. <laughs> Carver, <laughs> you dog, you you devil, you. No. That's his wife. He has kids with children with her. I don't believe in divorce. Much less divorce and remarriage. Although I know people who've done it, I disavow it. Uh, It's not that exciting when somebody gets married the second time. It's like, didn't you do this once already? You're supposed to only do it once. But anyway, uh, yeah, I wish Hunter well. I wish Clarissa or Carissa Avalone well. They have children. They got, I think. It might have been a shotgun wedding. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I debated Clarissa Avalon, too. True. Yeah, I wish those two well. The mama, the emotional false love in me, hopes that they get back together someday, work it out for the sake of the children and uh, what's right. But, you know, sometimes... Life doesn't work out based on what would be seemingly what you're supposed to do in the Christian way. The Christian way says don't divorce and especially don't remarry unless you're remarrying together, back together. Um, from the d- two divorced people who were previously married, they get back together. But uh, sometimes that's not even advisable. Uh, you're not supposed to force somebody to, le- to stay, you know, or leave if one's Christian, one's not. Maybe they're, neither of them are, are really Christians. But I thought that they were both Christians, but then they turned... I thought that Hunter was uh, Chris, sort of Christian, pro-Trump guy, maybe sort of conservative, and then he turned more liberal. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's funny, Carver. What a mess... <laughs> He's joking around. We disavow that immoral mess swooping in, stealing somebody's ex-wife. No. Don't do that, kids. Or adults. (laughs) Uh, DJ on Paw gave another diamond. Oh, no, I already saw that diamond and read it. I thought that was a new one. What else is there to say? I I just I have no idea. I it's just that's what's going around. Terrible. Let me get to it's the real Mr. Mad out of Chicago, Illinois. Real Mr. Mad. How you doing, man? No. What up though? Hey. Hey. Shout out to Chi-Town. I mean, Chi-Town. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> I call it Chi-Town, but then I was told it's called Chi-Town. C-H-I. It is Chi-Town. Nice. It's good to hear from you, man. Uh, yeah, good. Good. Uh, thanks for having me on the show here. Um, I, I wanted to touch on that uh, you, you were talking about the KKK, if they still exist and whatnot, right? Yeah. 
So a couple of weeks ago, I was watching um, some YouTubers that I guess went black YouTubers. One dude was from uh, I think the uh, UK or something like that, and uh, the other dude I don't know where he's from, but they both went to uh, supposedly the most racist town in America, right? So it was uh, allegedly Harrison, Arkansas, uh, and then they got nothing but love there. You know, like that. apparently these guys are big YouTubers or whatever, and they. Um, like they, they were well received there, and the, the the whole reason that they they thought they were going to the most racist town was because I think earlier that same year, um, some dude was holding up a Black Lives Matter sign, and everybody was like, you know, honking at him and <laughs> cussing at him and whatnot. Yeah, right. honking so, not in support because sometimes people honk not in, in support, support, right? Yeah. Yelling at him, berating berating the guy. I know the white dude, mind you, who was holding up the Black Lives Matter sign, right? So Rain. he uploaded the video saying. You know, this is the most racist town in America, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was home of the KKK, allegedly. So, anyways, this other dude uh, from the UK, um, like Nico that's, or something. Somebody says there. that that's where the, the KKK was formed. Right. So, the <laughs> it's uh, what they found out was it's Zinc, Arkansas. And the uh, it's like their big compound there or whatever. And the dude's name was Thomas Rob. So, they the one British uh, black dude, he goes to... Uh, meet him and he he actually got a an interview with him because he, he claimed that he was from the bbc but he just trolled him he was you know he was the other definition for bbc to get the guy to oh, repeat that, that line right uh-huh. <laughs> i know i disagree so, but, but okay but the guy was doing the interview in in good faith you know he actually because i guess the dude said that you know oh we got fans of the kkk in britain or wherever he's from yeah but uh but but like i said the, the main town which was uh harrison arkansas i guess a lot of the people from that town already knew this YouTuber dude, and they were they, they swarmed them with love, like nothing but love. Everything was so. They even admitted themselves, him and the other dude uh, who went on a separate trip, I guess twice, mind you. Uh-huh. Uh They said, you know, I'm coming here to what's supposedly the the racist, the most racist town in America, and I I've got nothing but love. Everybody yeah. shows up, they you know high five me and take pictures with me. So, you know. I think it's blown out of even even right now. I think it's blown out of proportion. This you know that the KKK still exists and they're they're doing all types of whatever they're doing. Right. I mean, the guy didn't even give him any problems. You know, just to get the interview. Yeah, that's interesting. A lot of these, and I wonder how old was the guy who gave him that interview? Who the the, the uh, th- Thomas Robb or is that the guy right, who's he, the leader of the KKK over there? Right. Right. Yeah. He, he's he's pretty old. I mean, he's yeah. pretty old. Uh, but because those older people are more uh, naive or easily oh, yeah, yeah. easily fall for tricks and trolling than right. the younger yeah, he, he flipper catch, snappers. He didn't catch any of the jokes. I think towards the end, maybe he started to catch on a little bit. Yeah, the dude was kind of getting a little bit ridiculous with it. Okay, but you know, just the fact, like, I right, given their history, like, dude should have been dead, right? The second he stepped foot into the town, especially that's specific towns in Arkansas, you would have th- thought that he would have been, you know, strung up on a tree or something like that. <laughs> I know. But, but they didn't, wasn't, right? They, but they didn't, people say, oh, they lynched black people just for being black. But that's right. not true. They lynched them for being black and having committed a crime. Right. And, allegedly. And allegedly. Also, being accused I think of also, blacks were lynching other blacks. For, they were. Similar yep. stuff, right. Indeed. Yeah. That's what I read in some blog on the internet, yeah. which 
I believe that it was true. I think that there were blacks who lynched black, and there were whites who were lynched too. Maybe those by whites, black, I don't right, know, yeah. by by whites and maybe by blacks too. I'm not sure. But yeah. and those lynchings were it was it was tough times back then. You know, you steal it was a cow. punishment for a crime. It, yeah. it wasn't a racial thing, right? But there, it may have been a racial thing. It was sometimes a racial thing in that this is a outsider coming into our community, allegedly committing yeah. a crime on one of us. And we're going to come down hard on that to send a message to the other community, which is a similar sort of uh, spirit as these blacks who come down hard on the whites and try to get them with this anti-white justice system, make an example of the whites. And so if it was evil back then, which in some cases it may have been, Trust me, bro. That's what that's Hake's source. Yeah, I read it on the internet on a blog. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it may well have been evil back then. I know for sure that it's evil now because these people are not coming from a place of love when they're trying to do this fake racial justice mess. Well, I think uh, I think the dude even said that there was a handful. Like he doesn't uh, avow any of the. Uh you know, like lynchings or anything like that, that were somebody being pursued specifically for their race. He right. Said, you know, their whole uh, mission, I guess, was just to keep uh, separated, like keep their own, stay with their own people, basically. Yeah. And he even mentioned to the dude, he's like, you know, when you go to a barbecue, you'd rather have your own people there instead of having a bunch of outsiders that you don't know. I'd rather hang out with just my family. Yeah. Then, you know. That's what I was thinking on my walk yesterday. I took a walk yesterday. And I'm like, well, you- <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't record it. But anyway, uh, nah. I'm like, segregation is natural. Right. Like, you go into prisons, that's what happens. When you go into right. any community, that's people cl- keep people cling or gravitate toward their own and away from, from others, naturally. You, you, you even see it, you know, from a young age, like grammar schools or high schools or whatever. Yeah. For the most part, you know, there, there are the ones that intermingle, but right. you see like the Asians sit in their own table. And, and yeah, and you let people, table. and you let people, if they want to uh, mix in with these other people, maybe not, I'm not talking about race mixing with the yeah. sex stuff necessarily, but I'm talking about just uh, inter- me interacting with Hassan is, uh, well, he's white. Me interacting with uh, JLP. <laughs> That happened naturally. It wasn't. Uh, it yeah. wasn't because I was forced together by some fake people trying to push their fake love and uh, diversity on me. Yeah, I mean, you guys align, you know, with a similar worldview. Yeah, <laughs> Hake seems like a goes for walks type of dude. <laughs> I know, terrible. <laughs> I used to go for runs, but now I go for walks. But yeah, um, it totally yeah, is overblown. The most the the people most accused of being racist, much maligned Trump and these different whites on the internet who are yeah. censored, they're some of the most Tolerant, normal, right? decent, yeah. uh, fair-minded, fair with you, treat you right uh, people. They're just like anybody else. So the, the second dude that went. To the to the same town. He he actually went to the Zinc, Arkansas, or whatever. He he got a he got an interview with like the I don't know the right hand man of the Thomas Rob dude, and you know he was saying his little jokes and whatnot. You know, yeah. But again, he he wasn't um 
Like, he wasn't disrespectful or anything like that. And he, even the black dude was getting along with the guy with him. He's like, oh, you know, you, you want me to dinner? He's like, oh, no, you're not coming to my dinner, you know. <laughs> but they were still joking around. They were still having a good time. So you could tell that there's that mutual respect towards each other, even though they may not even like each other, I guess, from a, I don't know, racial standpoint, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I know but that's the other saw. thing is that's the other thing is blacks get into their imagination about what's in the minds the unspoken of minds else. of of yeah. whites when they should be looking at their own they're projecting they should be looking at themselves terrible and they, uh, they do the same thing too though you know exactly they're they're guilty of what they're imagining the whites are guilty of right yeah <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I thought that was interesting because, yeah. like I said, this, this is an old. These are old videos, but they just, for whatever reason, popped up on my uh, YouTube thing. Uh, I think it was like a couple weekends ago. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, man, you know, like you would think that these guys showing up, if it's the most racist town, they, they would have never. They've been run you know, off. Had a chance to upload the video, you know. Yeah, it's funny that some of those m- more boomer type and older type of uh, of supposed racists. They they revel in the getting media attention, so they'll just jump right into the uh, BBC, which is right, yeah. I mean the UK outlet people. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'll they'll jump at the chance to be interviewed by CNN or whatever. Yeah. And it's well, I, I think they want to clarify their message because it's not yeah. like their message is just. I, I think I forget how they said it, but they said it's separationist versus segregationist. They want one or the other. Yeah. And it's not that, you know, it's just that they just prefer being around their own kind. That's like segregation should not be a dirty word because it's natural. People naturally segregate. Right. And then they sometimes naturally come together a little bit. But uh, just like discrimination, everybody discriminates. Right. And yeah. discrimination is you is a good thing. And then it can sometimes be used for evil, but most of the time... People are accused and prosecuted for discriminating. They have those are those are unjust prosecutions. You know these people who don't want to make a gay wedding cake or s- stuff yeah, like that, right. or in their imagination they think whites will not be serving blacks if they get rid of anti-discrimination laws. Like whites are the most serving and enterprising and fair-minded and welcoming and serving type of people anywhere. <laughs> right, they're, they're, they're in a business to make money Yeah, at the end of the day. You yep. Know? Well, one of the funniest parts of that video or those videos, um, the white folks were the most scared to actually talk about even the, the KKK. Because like, they, they see him as like a big gang right. you know, in, in the town. So they, they were even hesitant to name the guy, you know, the leader by name. You know, like they were, yeah, they, they were just like, oh, you know, we, we don't talk about that here. As if, like, they, they're going to get uh, retaliated against, you know, just by even mentioning it or being on camera saying his name or whatever. Yeah. But besides that, they were all, you know, using all the terms that uh, I guess the other dudes would use, you know. Uh, again, for Harrison, Arkansas, you would think it'd be just nothing but, I don't know, white dialect or, but they were kind of like hood you know, a little bit. Yeah. Like they were, when they met the guys, you know, they'd give them the daps and, and bro hugs and whatnot. Right. That's pretty funny, man. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it was, uh, I just thought that was crazy. Oh, also, I, I uploaded that uh, X-Files video. Uh, okay. The whole episode, though. Uh, 
uh, uh, spoiler alert, I had the link. Nice. But uh, you can have to clip out the, the segment you wanted because I wasn't sure what you wanted. Okay. The, uh, I appreciate that, man. Uh, all right, man. So thanks for taking my call. All right. Thank you again. All right. All right. Bye. Mr. Mad. He's the one who gave me my spittoon. Two. Nice. Very handy. Appreciate that. Let me get to uh, Thomas in Oklahoma, who's on the line here. Thomas, thanks for calling and holding. What's up, man? What's going on? Hey, do you remember me? Uh, I, I sort of, I sort of remember you. I don't know. I think it'll come to my, uh, it'll come back to my memory. The rapper, the rapper. Oh, the white rapper. The white rapper. All right. <laughs> uh, man, I, I loved uh, the conversation y'all just had. Who was that? Was that Art? Mr. Mad. No, no, Mr. Man, not Art. Mr. Man. Uh, yeah, that was a good conversation. I was thinking about that same thing about how segregation is natural. And, uh, I had a, you know, a black person agree, you know, we just, it's, you know, you, you would rather hang with somebody who looks like you, talks like you, has the same interests as you. Right. And the forced diversity thing just never worked. Right. Forced integration is evil. Um, but the quick point I wanted to make, I was thinking, I had a light bulb moment the other day about white and black culture. Okay. So, you know how, like, whenever white people, quote-unquote, appropriate black culture, black people get upset, right? And they say, you know, get out of our culture, stop using our culture. Okay, yeah, yeah, I do. Think about, think about this, and then, I don't know why I haven't thought about this sooner. Whenever black people in, uh, appropriate white culture, white people accept them in and bring them in and say, hey, yeah, come join us, appreciate our culture. Yeah, I know. It's uh, I think it's the difference of not having a chip on your shoulder, slash yeah, uh, slash pre prejudiced anger against uh, against the blacks. Like the blacks have prejudiced anger and resentment towards the whites over yeah. all this, over all the brainwashing that they've gotten and bitterness that they've that they've uh, acquired through uh, bad teaching. If they say, you know how they say racism is taught, yeah, then they're taught to be anti-white. It's, it's in many ways, it's a, it's a shame. And they don't even realize yeah. it, too. Well, in the black culture that developed in America, or you could call it American culture, because it's not like the black culture that's here developed in Africa. I know. Yep. Much of it was Southern. It's not that they're, in many cases, they're not talking black, they're talking Southern. And then they blackify yeah. it more. They uh, get even more lazy tongue. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. I mean, they, granted, they have s- style. But anyway, go ahead. What do you say? What were you going to say? No, I'm sorry to cut you off. I was just saying it's just a shout out to uh, all of uh, all of the black all the black people out there who you know just to wake up and realize, hey, we accept you guys whenever you like our culture, like stuff we're interested in. Right. You know? I, I learned on American Anchor Baby, and I kind of knew a little bit of this, was that uh, some of that music stuff that they're all into, well, it might not be normal Christian white music, but a lot of it is white. You know, horn, think about how uh, they're playing horns, you know, like brass horns, like trumpets, yeah. maybe saxophone, yeah. reed, reed instruments. 
Those are white instruments, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were, I'm pretty sure most of them were probably invented by black people. I mean, white people. So yeah. Uh, and, and then, then uh, I, know, I know that a lot of the famous, supposedly white jazz and blue jazz musicians may not have been normal Christian white. Because I know that a lot of these famous folk singers were not Christians either. So, yeah. Anyway. White with an ass. Like you and me, we, we're both kind of disgusted by Elvis. You know, people act like, you know, boomers act like Elvis was, a, you know, not a bad, you know, dude, but he was very sexual and very provocative. And right. Was, I like his music. music, but I don't like his dancing and stuff. And then he, he, was, he messed himself up. He was up. the male Nicki Minaj of that age. <laughs> yeah, good point. That was this beginning of the end. Terrible. And did you know Juneteenth uh, was apparently started by a white guy? Was it really? Yeah. Well, uh, I know this, uh, the union, War. this Union soldier told those blacks that they were uh, that they were f- free now, and they still don't know it. <laughs> yeah, my apologies for not remembering his name, but yeah, y'all look it up. Uh, Juneteenth was starting started are by. Are you a white talking guy. about? Are you talking about Granger, the Union soldier, or are you talking yeah. about? Okay, Granger. The union man who made the announcement. Yes, and then sir. I guess he told he imposed that on the uh, the poor slave owners who lost their property, had their property taken from them. You know the oh slaves. man, yeah the the poor the poor <laughs> slave owners they're, they're just chopped liver. Nobody nobody acknowledges their plight. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's getting your investment taken away, you know, and I, I don't right. believe in slavery, but, you know, it was a thing that existed then, yeah. and people put their actual money into it, and it was legal, and then yeah. when they took that away from them, they didn't compensate the slave owners. From what I heard was it was naturally on its way out, and had we not had this evil war, because war, war tends to be evil, maybe yeah. not all wars, I know that in the back in the day, King David was supposed to go to war, but he stayed home, and then he had committed adultery and murder after that. But uh, I don't believe in this civil this civil war thing, this war between the states. I don't think that that was a good thing. I heard that it was naturally going to go away, just as blacks and whites were naturally coming together before the so-called civil rights movement. These impatient mama spirit people imposed yeah. the so-called civil rights and it forced integration stuff, and that was a great evil. So, well, you know why it would have happened naturally, right? Well, I think that people work better when they're when they're um, when they have a better deal, like they're compensated more. F- maybe why uh, do you why do you say it's the industrial revolution, man? The so the reason why the North part of, well, partly why I believe they attacked the South and tried to end slavery in the South. Is because they had the Industrial Revolution started in the North, you know, white inventions, uh-huh. you know, these sewing mills and stuff like that, you know, yeah. that made uh, human labor shorter. But at the same time, it created a new race of slave, slaves, you know, wage slaves, people wage who slaves, yeah. would just work at these factories all day and get injured and, you know, just sit in one spot all day every day. And it's, I, I guarantee you the people out in the field are having a better time than the people stuck in those factories. Yeah, I think there's, I think you have a lot, I think you're on to something there. You know, Karl Marx, who was cheerleading, he was a, the, 
he's the guy from which we get, well, not I, but uh, people get Marxism. He was not Christian. He was, you know, he's the, like the father or mama spirit, so-called father of, yeah. commun- of communism. He wanted to go after even wage slavery. He didn't even want people to work for a living. He, uh, so he wanted to get rid of slavery and wage slavery, meaning, uh, meaning work regular capitalism where you work for your money. And I get yeah. what you, I get what you're saying where, uh, uh, you know, Mead Music is saying northern factories were worse than plantations. That's an interesting point. And so they were, so they had, their slaves were functioning more and more productive in a way, or with this. They were voluntary, they were voluntary slaves. Yeah. Voluntary, I do prefer voluntary slavery to, uh, where you don't get a choice, I guess, maybe. Yeah. I suppose I <laughs> But I, suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would, uh, I don't know if I entirely agree with outlawing slavery because pi- I partly don't agree with, I don't agree at all with minimum, having, imposing minimum wage. I mean, they never really outlawed it because we're all slaves to the federal government and the credit, you know, debt. You know, if they if right. you think about most Americans are in debt. They're a slave to their debt. They have to pay off that debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're allowed to go about, go different places and things, and we're allowed to uh, commit crimes and not get killed most of the time. Uh, anyway, so I, I got to get off the phone, Hey, I got to... I'm uh, in the middle of work right now. I just want, I oh, want to make I that quick it, point, man. and then we we start we start riffing uh, and <laughs> rapping together. Well, thank you, Thomas in Oklahoma. Appreciate your call. Great call. Yes, sir. Thank you. Talk to you later, Hank. All right, bye. <laughs> you know it's bad when the when the caller gets impatient, <laughs> and uh, and the uh, and the host is wanting to ramble. Terrible. Let me double check for Super Chats, guys. Okay. Before I get back to calls, hang tight, callers. PETA. PETA. People for the quote-unquote ethical treatment of animals. Here's this quote from, this is from Commie Nonsense Network's morning updates on Tuesday, the 20th of June. The day before today. (laughs) The day before the beginning of summer. It's summer now, guys. It's hot, can't you tell? Uh, And for the people down under, it's winter, I guess, now. Is it winter? Quote, we're working hard to wake people up. So said Ingrid Newkirk. Ingrid Newkirk. I have some pictures of this gal. She's the female co-founder of PETA. People, quote-unquote, for the ethical, quote-unquote, it's a liberal word, Treatment of animals. This 74-year-old woman, we're showing a picture of her uh, Wikipedia picture, holding a little, uh, little man, her photographer's chihuahua, during an interview in Wiki News, in Wiki, for Wiki News in 2007. Mildly attractive, I suppose. For an English, she's an English woman. Ingrid Elizabeth Ward. Born in 1949. 40, 74 years old. Yeah, 74. Uh, this gal. 
she also said, okay, yeah, let me just, let me, <sighs> okay, so she's saying that the animal rights organization PETA, they love animals more than human beings, many of them, they're for abortion, by the way, they're for killing the babies in the womb. I don't know about this lady in particular. Yeah, that's another picture of her petting cows, thinking that she loves them. They're setting their sights on dragging the fashion industry away from wool, leather, and down. Don't they do, doesn't PETA do the immoral naked people? I think they do that. Saying, get rid of fur, sick. Uh... Ingrid Newkirk, CNN calls her Newkirk, but no, you call her Ingrid. Ingrid Newkirk said that they plan to use the same aggressive tactics they used to shift the market away from fur in the 1980s uh, to uh, go after wool, leather, and down. You know how, like, wool socks warm, and you can rewear them, by the way. Because wool is naturally antimicrobial as opposed to polyester. Wool is second to cotton. Cotton is cooler. Wool is warmer. Wool socks might get too warm unless it's too cold out. Uh, And she's she's also going after leather and down. Down is the feathers like in down blankets and pillows. Feather pillows or whatever, I think. I think that's what down is. So now they're going after, they're going to use the same aggressive tactics they use to shift the market away from fur. Fur is, you know, animal skin. I think. The fur on animals. Furry animals. Everyone aspired to have fur, but that's all gone now, said Ingrid Newkirk. We are here to change the industry. What a psycho. Psycho. Show the next one of this lady. She says... According to this PETA YouTube video, hamburgers should be illegal. What? (laughs) She wants to make hamburgers illegal. (laughs) Terrible. You should be illegal. And she, it's a 43-minute video to say hamburgers are illegal. I didn't watch a a minute. I haven't even watched a second of it. She was born in Surrey, England. Lived in Europe until she was seven years old. And then they, they, she and her parents moved to New Delhi. Or New Delhi? Her father worked. Her mother worked. Her vo- mother volunteered for Mother Teresa. Oh, love her. Uh, go into the next one where she, you see her. Uh, it's just a, sort of a nice portrait. That's how, you've, that's how I found out. That she, her mother worked for Mother Teresa in various charities. Mother Teresa was that famous Catholic woman who's famous for going around the world. I heard she was mean. But I don't know if that's true. Uh, Don't watch it, hey. Don't waste your time. Uh, Oh, and then look at this next one. Uh, This is how you know she's evil. Or she fell for this evil thing. I don't know who PETA... Did she approve this? No speciesism. Are you a speciesist? Humans, the best. Humans are the best. <laughs> I think that's what she means by speciesism. No transphobia. What? 
No xenophobia. What? And all oppression, PETA. Since it was founded, PETA has exposed horrific animal abuse in laboratories, uh, which, remar- which le- led to canceled funding, closed facilities, seizure of animals, and charges filed by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. And some of what they did may have been fine, like I would maybe agree with, I don't know, maybe. But probably, by and large, evil. Maybe nothing do I agree with. <laughs> Because they went about it in the wrong way, you know? Come on, dude. You call that mildly attractive? I don't know. Uh, you okay? A little bit of a plain Jane look. Sometimes she has like a mouthful of teeth. Show the next one. It has. So she's for the. believes in the transgenders? Mama spirit. There's some older pictures and newer pictures. She posed with some model as looks fake. Uh, Sheep suffer for wool. Forever 21, stop selling wool. There's one picture where she's posing, uh, where she's being like force fed. She has a feeder in her mouth. This guy is holding something in her, like a hose feed seed thing into her mouth and she's like all tied up. (laughs) That's terrible. That's gross. Cruel. Being cruel. Can you zoom in on that upper right picture? Very briefly. Very briefly. Terrible. I disavow that. Terrible. It's like they have this funnel thing and this hose going into her mouth and she's tied to a chair and... It's acting like this is how you treat animals. Imagine treating a human like that. Therefore, so they're playing on speciesism to, uh, to traumatize the emotions of the uh, human beings so that they don't treat animals that way, I guess. I have heard that some of these factory farms stuff is not always good. Maybe, maybe there's some truth to that. I don't know. Meddling woman, though. She's written many books. Free the animals. Animal kind. Compassionate cook. So, uh, her mother volunteered with Mother Teresa for Mother Teresa in a leper colony and a home for unwed mothers. She attended a convent boarding school for well-to-do Indian nationals in New Delhi and non-natives. It was a done thing for British girl for a British girl in India, she said, uh, to the New Yorker, Michael Spector. But I was the only British girl in this school. I was hit constantly by nuns, starved by nuns. The whole God thing was shoved down my throat, and now she th- shoves her false God down everybody else's throats. At least she likes manly cars. You can show a picture of her now if you want. She likes manly cars. Her ex-husband introduced. Ex-husband, keyword, introduced her to Formula One racing, along with sumo wrestling. One of her great passions. It's the S-word, she said. She said the S-word. She said it's the S-word, not S-H-word. The S, three-letter S-word. The first time you hear them rev their engines. My God, that noise goes straight up my spine, she said. (laughs) Nice, that's cool. (laughs) Anyway. 
terrible. So that's uh, that's that PETA lady. But what was funny, what struck me about her was she's thinking that she's waking people up. Just like some of my callers think that they're waking people up. That, that, uh, that, that Marxist guy who's a Mayot thinks he's waking people up. Like I said, JLP's waking people up. I think that's the real waking people up. Uh, but everybody's like, wake up, people. But everybody thinks that they're awake, but they're not. That guy thinks he's waking people up, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for showing the censored one. <laughs> I saw him over here showing Cornell West's famous portrait. Not good. Yeah, the, the people who think that they're woke, thinking that they're awake. Everybody, we're working hard to wake people up. You're traumatizing them and turning them emotional for the animals. I think you can treat animals correctly without being all emotional about them and trying to outlaw hamburgers. The American Indians, I heard, were treated the animals right even when they killed them. (laughs) Everybody wants to act like everybody else is treating all the animals right except for the white men. Give me a break. The capitalists. Please. <sighs> Man, now I'm, now I'm running low on time. We're at five minutes till. I don't really have, I don't really have time to get to a call. Uh, and I don't want to get right to this uh, beautiful music yet. Let me tell you briefly, in closing. Some people think, oh, Hake... Hey, Is trying to be controversial. Somebody, some people think that. I don't think most people who actually listen to my show think I'm trying to be controversial. How do I think the way I think? Most of my listeners think worse than me, tougher than me. Some people think that I'm hateful, but I think that they're hateful. And so we just think opposite of each other. I can't help how I think. I think that people can't really help how they think. The truth is controversial. Yeah, for example, like um, this, this, like I called it sour, <laughs> Nick, like how, Nick, American Anchor Baby, who's coming up next after an hour, liked how I call this sour grapes about slavery. Because... I instinctively know that there's a whole lot of, like, melodrama about slavery. So I just think how I, how I, I'm just saying how I see it. I guess that's why, hate is hateful, not hateful. I guess that's why you should cut people slack for how they think. Even the people who are, you just have to roll your eyes at how normy they think. <laughs> the boomers. Be patient with them. Right? Right. So much, there's so much evil happening within ourselves and in other people today. How are you going to be all cr- belly aching about 
how bad slavery was and stuff like that and so-called racism and lynchings and stuff. I get it. Some of it might have been bad. Anyway, this is, that's that for the Hake Report. William in California was on hold forever. He wanted to talk about the actual number of blacks lynched, like 4,000 or 6,000 or something like that. Maybe not. Maybe it was under undercount. But by and large, the whites counted them. And Frederick in uh, California wanted to ask about the constitution, so-called constitutional rights and things like that. And the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. Super chats, any super chats that I may have missed, I shall read tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, there was one that I wanted to get to. One quick one that I wanted to get to. Super chats. Hake chat. Because I know that I missed one. I'm pretty sure. Riley. I think, said, you can take my body, but not my soul. That was a few days ago, the 16th. Thank you, Riley. Appreciate that. Uh, And now, Chicken Lips by Mary Rice Hopkins. We're transitioning into white history music. Hope you enjoy it, and adios, America. Bye. Teeth.